Hey guys, and welcome in again to this week's edition. Uh, it is Tuesday, October 5th, and we're going to take a look at some players you can pick up off of waivers this week, um, and as well just touch on some news from the weekend. So first taking a look, um, just going into next week actually, uh, Josh Gordon is going to make his debut this Sunday for the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't expect much if you did get Josh Gordon on your waivers. It is going to be one of those wait and see what he what he does kind of situations. Ben Roethlisberger has a hip injury. That offense was looking pretty bad as it was. I, I think this is more news in the sense of you're going to see limits to Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris if, if Ben's out. David Montgomery did end up spraining his knee. He is going to miss four to five weeks. Damian Williams, who is his backup, also has a thigh bruise, but he should be okay for week five. He should be added. Moving on to Denver, you've got Teddy Bridgewater, who's currently in concussion protocol, so we'll try and pay attention to what's happening with him later on in the week. It is a big downgrade to Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, and the running back situation there with uh, Melvin Gordon as well as Javante Williams if Drew Locke has to go in. Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to miss a few weeks, and I was super excited for Trey Lance to play the next few games, see what happens. Obviously not a great matchup against Arizona this week, but still. Um, but now they're saying that he could play week five. Will Fuller is going to miss some time. He did break his finger on Sunday in the game against Indy. Logan Thomas is also week to week with a hamstring injury. So it does. it, it could be Ricky Seals-Jones. For Washington, just going into week five. We'll see what happens after that. Uh, Joe Mixon was initially stated to be out week to week with a low-grade ankle sprain, and now they're saying it's day-to-day. -day. So we'll try and pay attention to what's happening to him practicing throughout the throughout the week. If not, Samaj P. Ryan's going to be the lead back in Cincinnati. Not anything super exciting. Anyways, now let's move on to pickups for week five. Uh, he was on the list for quarterback pickups last week. He's on the list again just because he's not owned in a lot of leagues. Sam Darnold in Carolina. He's playing against Philadelphia this week, so decent matchup. He has five rushing touchdowns. Um, and again, going against Philly should be a close game, so you should see them passing the ball. I think this game's going to be actually quite close. I'm, I, don't, I don't know who would win this game, to be honest. I think... Carolina did prove a lot of things against Dallas last week, but uh, I, I think Philly's looking to bounce back and is really going to be going for uh, trying to get the win this week. Um, I, I think it's a must-win game for Philly. Uh, with CMC out, they will need to rely on Darnold a bit more. He had 39 pass attempts last week, uh, and he hasn't had less than 34 any week, so he is. they are trusting him to throw the ball. Uh, he also has a good matchup against Minnesota the following week. So this this might not be a one-week stream with Sam Darnold. Going to Kirk Cousins, playing Detroit. Play your quarterbacks against Detroit. Uh, they're allowing a lot of points to the quarterback. With, Cook, with Dalvin Cook injured and then limiting him last week. And Madison not necessarily being as effective, obviously. Two completely different tiers of players there. Uh, they could rely on Kirk Cousins to pass the ball a lot more. And the, the best thing about that is the Detroit secondary is so hurt with Okuda and 
again, still missing pretty much, I think, their, their first three-string DBs. So, uh, Jameis Winston, he's not going to have a lot of pass attempts, but because, I mean, he hasn't surpassed 25 attempts in any game this season, but Washington is allowing the most points to the quarterback. So, if you're in a two-quarterback league and he's not owned or you need a streamer because it's just been one of those guys, it's one of those positions where you've been streaming every week, Jameis Winston is not a bad ad this week. Jared Goff going against Minnesota. It is it is a good play. It is a good week to play Jared Goff. Uh, there's going to be lots of yards to go around in that Minnesota Detroit game. So I mean, the more pieces you can get in that game, the better. Um, this is this last QB streamer is completely dependent on what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo. If Garoppolo is out, Trey Lance. Just because the rushing baseline makes him a safe play, even if it's against Arizona. He did only have a 50% completion percentage. But, I mean, he only played a half and had over 20 points. So, I, I, I could definitely see him being a safe play with a high ceiling, depending on what happens with Garoppolo. Moving on to running backs. There are actually a couple running backs on my list that I have this week that I'm, I do like... I feel like they have they have a good situation going forward. Now, Williams out of Chicago, because David Montgomery is going to miss four to five weeks, you're essentially buying a starting running back on a half-decent rushing offense. Uh, they are going up against Vegas. Now, um, with, with Monty being out four to five weeks, William had an average of 6.8 yards per carry. And Vegas is a, it's a big plus matchup for the running back position. Uh, Alex Collins is my favorite running back pickup this week. Collins had 39% of the snaps with 10 carries, and he was over four yards per carry last week. He also had two receptions for 34 yards. Chris Carson only had 45% of the snaps, so not that much of a difference. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Not that much of a difference between Alex Collins. So, and Carson was a, a lot more inefficient than, uh, he, only, he had 13 carries, and uh, I believe he was under three yards per carry. Uh, Collins was not only the more effective runner, but he was also the more effective pass catcher last week. Samaji Pirine, if you're looking to buy running back starts, this is not a pretty pickup. But, uh, I mean, you're going to get at least one week. I think Joe Mixon is going to be out this week. I know it is a long rest in between. The Thursday night game against Jacksonville last week to when they're playing the their week five uh, game, but uh, he even if Mixon misses the following week, it's against Detroit. He's gonna have he's not gonna have a good yards per carry, but he's gonna get the volume. And then after P Ryan, we're looking at Daryl Williams. I believe it's Daryl out of Kansas City going against Buffalo. He was on he was in on thirty thirty six percent of the snaps. And had 10 carries, 4.2 yards per carry, two receptions, which was it worked out to eight yards per receptions. Uh, sorry, eight yards per reception. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still there and being used, but uh, his snap percentage has gone down since the start of the season. So I think they're looking to go more of a tandem there in Kansas City. So Daryl Williams, if you are thin at running back, or if you maybe you are the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owner. Maybe you just want to solidify that backfield. Going on to wide receivers, 
Uh, Van Jefferson in LA. He's going against Seattle. That's a good matchup for wide receivers. He had 68% of the snaps. Sorry, he was in on 68% of the snaps last week. He had six targets, six receptions for 90 yards, and a touchdown. I really think he is overtaking Robert Woods. Woods, yes, had a decent week last week. It was with a garbage touchdown, um, plus the matchups against Seattle, which is a is a top matchup for wide receivers. Uh, to Emmanuel Sanders in Buffalo. He is the wide receiver on a good offense, and it's a plus matchup against Kansas City. So, I mean, Kansas City is allowing, I think, like the third most points to the wide receiver, if not the second or most points to the wide receiver. So Sanders is a good matchup, uh, a good add for this week. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark is out. He's on IR. Uh, he was on in on 75% of the snaps last week. He had seven targets for six receptions and 99 yards. And like I said, with Shark being out, and Shark going on IR, he's going to get more opportunity. Devontae Parker in Miami, he was in on 90% of the snaps. He had nine targets, albeit they were not good targets from Jacoby Brissett, but he still ended up with four receptions for 77 yards uh, and a touchdown. And Fuller did break his finger, and he's going to miss time. They're playing against Tampa Bay this week which is a very good matchup for wide receiver. Not really a good matchup for any other position in fantasy football, but the wide receiver position has been scoring lots of points against Tampa Bay. Uh, after Devontae Parker, you've got Jamison Crowder. I'm not super excited about this pickup just because if I'm looking to pick someone up, I want to be picking somebody up that's on a, a good offense. Um, I know Crowder is good for PPR. He he was in on 62% of the snaps, ended with uh, nine targets, seven receptions for 61 yards, and it is a plus matchup against Atlanta. He is a good add for this week. I mean, Atlanta is allowing a lot of points to the wide receiver, so you could definitely add Crowder this week if you are looking for a flex or like you're short. Maybe you were one of the teams that ended up having one of the injuries this week. So you could, you could add Crowder and put him right into your starting lineup. Randall Cobb seems to be the answer as to who is the second wide receiver in Green Bay. I mean, Rodgers did go out and made sure that the, uh, the management in Green Bay got Randall Cobb. Uh, he did play very well uh, last week. MVS is on IR. Lazard doesn't seem to be too involved. Tanyan seems to be non-existent. Cobb is going to be that second wide receiver. They are going in Cincinnati this week, so it's a decent matchup. Moving on to tight end, I think this guy could be an every week play at the tight end position going forward. Uh, Dawson Knox out of Buffalo. He's going against Houston this week. That is a really good matchup. He had 81% of the snaps last week for eight targets, five receptions for 37 yards, two touchdowns, and the the part that I'm most excited about, because it, 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 a lot of the times that you see these guys go off and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go grab this guy. And you know what? He's going to, you're hoping he's going to do the same thing the next week. He, and he ends up going against a tougher matchup or a half decent matchup. And your, your expectations are essentially ruined. Um, but he's going against Kansas City next week, which is a plus matchup for the tight ends. He has four touchdowns on the season. He is being used as their red zone target. Uh, the next tight end I'm looking at is Mo Ali Cox. Uh, he's not necessarily my second favorite. Dawson Knox is my favorite. 
I would say Mo Ali Cox is my third favorite. He was on in on 69% of the snaps, had five targets for three catches of 42 yards and two touchdowns. His snap percentage has gone up each week, and Baltimore is allowing the most points to the tight end. And just watching the game on Sunday as a Colts fan, I it, he's clearly ahead of Doyle on the depth chart. Um, Schultz. The next tight end I'm talking about is, is Schultz. He's he's my second favorite pickup on the week. Um, he is definitely ahead of Jarwin, in my opinion. He was in on 79% of the snaps. He had eight targets, four six receptions, and 58 yards, as well as a touchdown. He is running more routes than Jarwin, and he's in on more snaps. He's going up against the Giants, which is a plus matchup for tight ends. Uh, the next tight end is Zach Ertz. He only had 50% of the snaps, but he still managed to get eight targets for six receptions and 60 yards. Carolina is good against the tight end. Uh, he is getting targets, and it seems that Philadelphia is running quite a bit of two tight end sets. Um, so, I, I mean, if, you, if there aren't very many tight ends that you're confident in on the waiver wire and you're needing to play someone this week, Zach Ertz has probably got the highest floor out of a lot of the people I'm talking about today. Um, and this one is purely, the next tight end I'm going to talk about is purely based off of, you need to watch and see what's happening with T. Higgins. If T. Higgins is out again this week, C.J. Uzama in Cincinnati, I, I know that I said that the tight end position is completely irrelevant in Cincinnati, but Uzama had 83% of the snaps for six receptions, sorry, six targets for and five receptions for 95 yards and two touchdowns. His snaps jumped 13% with Higgins being out. If Higgins is gone again this week, Uzama is a good pickup, and Green Bay is a top matchup for tight ends, so they're allowing a lot of points to the tight end. Streamers on defense that you can look at this week. New England against Houston. It's going to be a good matchup. New England's defense is playing very well right now. Denver against Pittsburgh. Even if Roethlisberger is playing this week, Denver's defense is allowing, if not like the, I think it's like the third least to least most points at almost every position in fantasy football. So they are definitely a good play this week. Dallas against the Giants is also a good play. I know Daniel Jones, I don't think he's thrown an interception this year, but he is prone to turnovers in the past. And Dallas's defense is playing really well. Uh, Trayvon Diggs has more receptions than some teams in the NFL. I think he has five on the year now. He like Their defense is looking very good. Uh, Micah Parsons also has, I, I think he's in the top five for most uh, hurries, at the, like hurries at the quarterback. Um, after after the Giants, Carolina, uh, sorry, uh, not Carolina, uh, New Orleans against Washington would be another good pickup. Uh, New Orleans defense is top tier. They're going against Washington. Antonio Gibson is dealing with a rib injury. It is Taylor Heineke at the quarterback position. So, I, I mean, if you're looking for a safe floor, I know I know Heineke's been scoring a lot of points and been looking like a good quarterback, and Washington's been putting up the points. But at the same time, I don't think he's had to play any defense like New Orleans defense. So if you're looking to, if you're looking to stream a defense, New Orleans defense is good this week as well. 
All right, well, thanks for listening. Um, I will be back tomorrow just going over the week's matchups um, and just looking at players as well as just some kind of trends with teams. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always email.